This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis coming out again, riding old Dan. Get up, Dan. Come on. We got to go. It's Monday morning. We got to get up. I'll stretch your leg and get out of get out of the barn and let's get started down the old no well, maybe visit the old sawmill or the old country church down there where they sometimes we get down there and they're singing early in the morning on Sunday morning. Well, but this is Monday. Maybe they're not singing today. Maybe one of these days we'll get down there. They'll be holding a little uh, revival and we'll get to hear that gracious choir singing. Oh, that radio choir, First Baptist Church of Algiers, it's nothing, it's nothing like it, my friend, and we have many of those. Well, we have, uh, we have a thumb drive now with all of the radio choir songs, Brother Hale's song, Brother Gill's song, and all of them are available now, $25 a piece for a set. All those messages on thumb drive, my friend. You know what that is, a thumb drive, or young people may call it a flash drive, but we know what we're talking about. In our study, we're looking at on the Holy Spirit upon you, upon the believer, upon God's child. Let's go back to every kind of pick it up a little bit. The only listen, not only does the Holy Spirit come upon you from within to fill you, but to overflow the believer's life. The Holy Spirit filling is the believer's power. The Holy Spirit overflowing is the believer's blessing. The great truth, listen, this great truth is set forth in John 7, 37. We give you scripture and verse, my chapter and verse. When Christ stood in that great day of the feast and cried, saying, in John 7, 37, say, if any man thirsts, oh, my friend, have you ever been thirsty for the Lord? Like that woman at the well there, the Lord dealt with her. We'll talk about that later. Listen, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And that's about where we were in our last study. We're going to pick it up there this morning. And uh, listen, listen, listen. Oh, the Holy Spirit was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Now, when the Lord Jesus Christ ascends to the throne of the believer's heart in regeneration, from beneath that altar there flows the rivers of living water. If the believer continues to recognize that great fact, his life will never be barren or never be a, a doom and gloom. No, sir, we don't do that. Folks accuse us of being a doom and gloom preacher, but we're not. We preach the grace of God, my friend. A man called me not long ago and said, Pastor Pendarver, what do you preach? What what are you what is your theme? What 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 is your what is what is so I put together a package what we most surely believe here at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. And uh we we uh we have a pamphlet made up and I'll be glad to send it to you. Free and postpaid if you let me know. And also I may have it right here where I can reach it. If I do, I'll read you a couple of passages from it. But let me see. Hold on just a second. Hold on just a second, folks. I'll, I'll, I'll have, don't have nobody in here helping me, so i got to do it all by myself today. But me and old Dan plodding along, and uh, I have a couple other things I want to mention to you. Back in the 1950s, well, let me go ahead with what we most surely believe. I'm going to give you a couple of couple of instances my friend we believe that man is a direct 
perfect creation of God, but by the voluntary transgression, he fell from that holy and happy state, and that in the fall, he became totally depraved and is under just condemnation, and that without defense or excuse. Several verses there I could give you. Genesis 1.27, Romans 5.12, Ephesians 2. And then one other thing that we'll leave it off for later. I believe that the salvation, we believe that the salvation of any sinner is holy of grace, holy of the Lord, apart from works of any kind, that Christ on the cross became our substitute. Oh, my friend, what a substitute. In the grave, our scapegoat. In the resurrection, our justifier. That salvation is free by the gospel to those who, by repentance and faith, receive the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior, according to Ephesians 2.8. Now, I'll be glad to send you this little package. It's quite a bit more on what we surely believe. Also, at this time, I'll give you this other information. Back in the 1950s, Pastor Shelton had a radio broadcast, and he offered folks to write him and to ask questions that he'd like they want to answer so he made a list of many of those and i have a short copy here i'm going to read you just a couple of them if a person must be without sin to enter the kingdom of heaven can you explain why the devil and his angels were cast out of heaven and how did he enter into heaven in the first place with sin that's a question now pastor shelton answered it for a person to be saved he must have the perfect righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ, as he has no righteousness of his own. We get to heaven on the perfect righteousness of Christ. Satan, the anointed cherub, the highest created being, according to Ezekiel 28, was created a perfect being. And according to Isaiah 30, uh, 14, sin entered him. Therefore, he was cast out because of his own wickedness. Now, that's a... A question that came back in 1950 from from folks down there in Plaquemine, Louisiana. Now I have several of those, and I'll be glad to send you a copy of that question and answer, and I'll give you a couple more in the next study. But this is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and we get back to our study here today. We're looking at a Holy Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit in you, my friend. Now, Christ said in John 10:10, 10, 10, "I am come that you might have life." And it, they might have it more abundantly. The abundant life in Christ is a normal Christian life. It is a spirit-filled, spirit-overflowing life. God means for his children to be like artesian wells. I don't know if y'all know. Y'all know what an artesian well is. Most folks today don't because they're raised in them high-rises and they don't know. But I, I was raised on a farm down here in South Louisiana. We had a flow well. Stood out just like a... Oh, my cold, cold water, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Well, the water table is dropped now, and we don't have it anymore, but, boy, it was a gracious time. People used to build a what they call a milk house uh, and let that stream run through it, and they put the milk in there for refrigeration, and electricity came available, and it had cool water all day long, and they put the milk in there in a jug. But anyhow, we'll talk about something else. I'll talk about that later, my friend. But listen, God means for his children to be like those artesian wells, constantly overflowing without coercion. This is a normal life under grace. But most church members are like the old hand pump, 
or worm-eating valve. Oh, listen, my friend, it takes lots of pumping to get any action. When the pumping stops, the stream stops. Therefore, to have the uh, constantly keep priming it, priming it. I've had to do it many times. Many times we kept a bucket of water there by the old pitcher pump so we could prime it in the morning. This is an indication that they have no power and never been born again, describing a so-called Christian. If they've been saved, they're living with such subnormal lives until the world cannot tell the difference between them and an ordinary lost sinner. Oh, my friend, listen now. We're going on. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. This means to empower the believer's life for service. One of the most discouraging situations we face today is that the average church worker, average church work is carried on in the energy of the flesh. The individual knowing nothing of the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, listen, empowering a born-again believer for service is the importation or supernatural, of supernatural power. It is the Holy Spirit witnessing through the believer. It is the Holy Spirit doing His work through the earthen vessel. The only, the only work and, and witnessing for Christ that is effective is that which one which is done by the Holy Spirit through the believer, my friend. That's right. And I've often been asked the question, Trailblazer, do you know what you're talking about? Do you know what you're talking about, Trailblazer? Oh, I've had folks call me over the phone, write me letters, and, and speak to me personally. But they don't believe. Listen, listen, they say, I don't believe you know what you're talking about, old man. They know I'm old. Listen, I've taken all this uh, in the spirit of the Lord because they don't know. They don't know anything, my friend, of, of my life. And I know what it is. I know what it means to be born again. I do, my friend. I hope you do. But we're going to stay here with you day by day, week after week. Listen, listen, my friend. And we're going to stay with us, saith the Lord, chapter and verse. And uh, I'm going to pick, let, let me get back for just a moment. We have a couple of minutes left. It, 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 listen now. Just as I know Christ is my Lord and my Savior, God's love gift uh, to a poor lost soul who died for him, paid his sin debt, I know the Holy Spirit indwells me, an ever-born-again believer. Ever-born-again believer, the Holy Spirit indwells or dwells within that individual. God's power gift to his child. Some Listen, oh, my friend, uh, oftentimes we quote some of the old divines and Brother brother Charles E. Finney and Brother Spurgeon, Brother Moody, Whitfield, George Muller, Hudson Taylor, David Brainerd, Ananiah and Judges. Others are like contract, like character, and, re and read their lives. I've read most of their lives, and, and I understand it matches the child believe, the believer's life just, just like it's supposed to. Believing then that I often, listen, let me get back. This, oh, let me go back. Then in this, I'll, I'll just take it up there in our next study. We don't have time to go on. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarver. 
And I'm here every morning, Monday through Friday, with the Old Trailblazer, and also on Radio Mission. Let me just give you a little information. We're here each day on Sunday. We have our Bible school there at 10 o'clock, worship hour at 11, Sunday night service at 6.30. And then we're here 24 hours a day, Radio Missions Radio. Go there at our website, radiomission.org, and you look us up. You find all the information you need to know about our bookstore and about our address here in Walker and our Sunday services and our Wednesday night services. And then also the pastor has an office here in the bookstore, and we come by here and drink coffee with me and eat a piece of pie maybe one day. I just love to do that. I've visited many of our folks' home, and they're so generous to me and the brethren here. And we have missions in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and one in Jackson, Mississippi, and one in San Benito, Texas, and one in Mobile, Alabama. Other places right now, Arley, Alabama. My, my friend, won't you just come by and be with us one day? Come make a trip down here and be in Sunday service with us. Well, and remember, our fellowship day is all twice a year, Sunday, last Sunday in April and last Sunday in October. And uh, we're on the air almost 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But the old trailblazer would love to see you. Help me with the broadcast just a little if you could. You know we don't get on here and beg you for money and all that thing. We don't do that. But it does take money to run. The little woman called me one day, a lady, and she said, Trailblazer, you mean it costs money to get on a radio station? They don't give you that time? No, ma'am, they don't. Once in a while they give us bonuses, and we appreciate that. And uh, But we've been here a long time. Pastor Shelton started broadcasting in 1943. But remember, my mailing address is the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, the little town where I was born and raised on a strawberry patch and come up uh, so green the geese followed me around. But remember, my phone number is area code 225-664-8658. That's our bookstore number there, and you need they can transfer you to me if you need to. But remember, God loves you, and we love you. Pray for us. Pastor Pendarvis thanks listeners who emailed, called, and wrote him recently with encouragement to continue airing this broadcast. If you have not done so, take a moment to let Pastor Pendarvis know you appreciate this ministry. Email pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. That's pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. 